you do really have a beautiful shiny head. I'm not. Gonna I lie. know, right? <laughs> it's so gorgeous. We needed to see it. <laughs> It'll blind you if you're I not mean, careful. Yeah. So we can talk about Forbidden Kingdom and all that fun stuff that's coming up. I'm excited for you guys. My friends are playing. They wanted me to go, but I didn't. I'm scared of Florida. Oh, girl, me too. I've been thinking about moving to California, Oregon, or Washington. I do not like the current climate that's going on right now. It's mm -hmm. really, really bad. There was a sign, a road sign, like what you would see for traffic stuff, you know, with that little black LED, blah, 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 saying, hey, turn here or this road's closed. There was a sign in Orlando that basically said, kill all gays. What? What? Yes. How is it getting more polarized? Like, I mean, I know how, but like, Jesus. I mean, Florida seems to be on the forefront of it too, because they're just really bashing everybody. No, there, there's a lot of things that are going on, but. How, how long have you been in Florida, Robbie? I was born and raised here, but it wasn't as bad as what it is now. I also lived in Santa Clara Valley in LA County for a little while. And then whenever I was stationed in the Air Force, I was stationed in Utah. And then I also lived a little bit in Mississippi and I did three tours in Iraq and Baghdad. Where is Forbidden Kingdom located? It's in Orlando. And they did they have a different venue and then they moved to this one? So it used to be it used to be in like Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. So Forbidden Kingdom came out or had its debut in 2019. And their claim to fame was this was the biggest bass music festival in the United States. They came out, did their first festival. It was a really good production. And then one year later, they partnered with Pasquale and Insomniac Events. And from that point forward, they've been controlling it. It's no longer been in South Florida. It's been in Fort Lauderdale area and then recently within the past couple of years to Orlando and they've also been spreading it out over to the west coast as well okay who do you remember who the promoter was before insomniac I don't know I've been trying to find that and I figured you were going to ask me that question <laughs> I've been trying to I've been trying to find it LLC or whatever corporation yeah. and I, I have not been able to find it but if you recall a few months ago when we were talking about like Okeechobee and everything mm -hmm. like that and trying to find business records mm -hmm. like I just can't find it yeah interesting I can't find it okay is this a camping festival or is it it's... no ah oh, bummer I feel like it would totally be camping so the one in Florida is at the Orlando County Fairgrounds. So there's no place to camp. Right. How many stages is it? Because this is big, right? If they're claiming it's the biggest, is it still the claim of the biggest bass festival in the U.S.? No, no, no. That was the claim whenever they first came out. Yeah. So they only have four stages. 
I think if my memory serves me correct, there's the Forbidden Stage, there's the Siberian Stage, the Mystic Stage, and Village Stage. And it's still full base, right? Like all base artists. Correct. I was asking you guys when I was making the keychains, I'm like, what's the theme? Like what charms or like extra should I put on the keychains? And you guys told me it's kind of like medieval and I saw the dragons on the flyers and what kind of aesthetic can one expect when they go to Forbidden Kingdom? It's kind of Renaissance, basically fantasy world. Basically, the Forbidden Kingdom is where everybody lived and everybody was fine. And then there was this kind of tumultuous uprising kind of thing to where there have been certain divisions that were created. And that Forbidden Kingdom has a whole bunch of secrets that you have to go find at, at the festival. That's cool. To complete the story. Oh, okay. So there's this whole lore then behind the whole thing. Correct. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's dope. Where are you guys staying at then since it's not camping? I'm currently, I have a hotel room booked at the Doubletree where I stay whenever I go to EDC Orlando which is a couple of blocks away from where Forbidden Kingdom is. I'm staying in an Airbnb. It's like 15 minutes away. Awesome. Is it the same fairgrounds as EDC Orlando then? No. EDC Orlando is at like a stadium and the grounds around it. I think it's Camping World Stadium is possibly what it is. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's kind of what surprised me. Like Insomniac puts on EDC Orlando at this stadium. Insomniac governs Forbidden Kingdom. Why wouldn't you put the same thing there? But it's also soccer season and the stadium that EDC Orlando is at is where Orlando City plays during the summertime. So I get that. Who are you guys going with? I have a group of six friends that are going with me and that are staying in our room. We are all hunkered up, girl. Like World War II, we've got four people in each bed and then we've got air mattresses and there's a pull-out couch and there's two people on that. How late do the, does the festival go there? Is it till late i know out here we stop it too because like you can't serve liquor past two and the noise ordinance so because because it's happening happening at the fairgrounds it only goes to eleven thirty. so the after hours they go to 2 30 and then there's a few bars where certain artists go and play they're basically after hours bars that okay. don't close until 6 a.m and they serve alcohol? Yes. 
bring in your own alcohol and then they charge you a corking fee, basically. You can buy their alcohol, which is at an astronomical rate. Uh, who are you going with, Spicy? Do you know Burrito from, you know, the girl that does tie-dye? 710? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I'm going with her and her crew. And then you and then, Can we meet up, please? Yes, absolutely. And then I do believe that one of Jasmine's friends and her boyfriend is going to crash with us as well because they couldn't find a place. So, Robbie, are you mostly into bass music? Because I know you're going to Lost Lands. So I produce music myself. And I predominantly started in the breakbeats world, which was something that kind of originated in Florida. So forever in a day, like DJ, DJ IC, DJ Baby and like these are the staples, Rick West, they were all the staples in breakbeats in Florida. And so that kind of led me going into dubstep and bass music and stuff like that. I love house music and I get the vibe for it, but for me, I feel like whenever I go listen to a house set, I go to a house set for a particular reason. And it's normally just to kind of mellow out and kind of realign. If I want to go be completely feral and just dance my heart away, I can't say that house music or tech house or even hard style. Hard style I can get down on. Drum and bass, absolutely. But house music, I feel like it's more lounge music. Like something that you would hear at like a bougie ass New York City kind of lounge bar. <laughs> yeah, like while, while you're having dinner, you know? There's just like right, some ambiance, right. like, like music, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> and spicy. Like, oh, yes. How's my filet mignon? Fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> spicy. I already know what music you like, but tell the listeners what you typically listen to. So I just, I listen to music. That's the best answer I can give. I listen to absolutely everything. I can vibe out to house music and turn around and go to a death metal show. It doesn't matter. Tomorrow, the show I'm going to, the lineup is all over the place. Like, we're going to have drum and bass. We're going to have dubstep. We're going to have house. So if I can get a variety in, that's, like, my ultimate. Like, I would much rather go somewhere where, like, I can go to a DMB stage and then turn around and go to a dubstep stage or go to a house stage. That's what I'm all I about. I feel like that's kind of the beautiful thing about going to EDC or some other kind of equivalent <laughs> event is because like you have so many stages that you can go to and kind of channel where you're at mentally and in that in that immersed in that environment. And yeah. like I feel like the people that particularly go to these solely based festivals, like that's kind of uh a different breed of people. I'm not saying that they don't necessarily enjoy all types of music or necessarily even implying that, but like when you, when 
when you go to a bass music festival, you're sitting there and you're you're making like triage statements. Like, which bass producer am I going to forego so I can go see XYZ? Yep. And I think that's yeah. kind of what the lineup for Forbidden Kingdom. You're gonna have to make some fucking choices. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm already looking at. They haven't even released the times for it yet, mm. but I'm already looking at the stages where they're at, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to be like back and forth between multiple stages, and I get it for crowd control and stuff like that, but like Jesus, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it, you have to like clone yourself essentially. Yeah, it's wild. And the drinking age is twenty one. That's everywhere in the U.S., right? Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, good. That's a federal statute. Yeah. That's good. Probably. I don't know. I feel like twenty one's so young too. Like, I don't know. But yeah. So festival talk. So who are you guys excited to see? Like, who do you want to see? Who's your must see? Because there's a lot of artists you were talking about. You're gonna have to make some hard choices. You don't know the set times though. <laughs> Things might work in your favor. They might not. I'm a must-see list. I'm a less spicy spicy talk first. All right. Let's hear the (laughs) must-see list. It's two days. Oh, my God. Two days or three? Yeah, it's two days. Two. Friday, Saturday. So when I made out my must-see list, it was before they even had them separated, like, by stage. So I already knew that I was going to cry when the actual set times come out because, like, I can't be two places at one time. You can't split the set true but it's so hard like because if i'm feeling the vibe i'm not gonna walk away like it's not gonna happen but would you agree that any artist that you see you know who's gonna come out hard and you know Mm -hmm. who's gonna finish hard so doesn't that kind of help you answer that divide it kind of does I agree with you. It's not for everybody. <laughs> but there are some artists that I know that are going to come out fucking strong as shit. And then there yep. are some that I know are going to finish really hard. Like Zed's Dead. There's going to be some compete. There's going to be some competing things that are going on with Zed's Dead. But I also know that Excision is likely going to be playing at the same time. Are you guys into Excision? Like, are you big fans? Are you... Yeah, I like Excision. I plan on trying to see him both days. Yeah. That's excessive. I've never you could pick one. I've, ne- so I've never seen his detox set. So he's doing a he's doing an excision set on Friday and he's doing his detox set on Saturday. What and is the so, detox set? I don't know. It's just like this really kind of quirky, mellowed down excision set, basically. That's probably one of the best ways that I can explain it is it's like I fucked your mind up the night before and today I'm going to kind of bring you back. (laughs) So at Lost Lands, at Lost Lands, he does a two hour excision set. And then on the next day of Lost Lands, he does a detox set and his detox set is nowhere near as hard as what his two hour set was. Got you. Like, okay, let's bring you back down. So more like vibey, like down tempo, but still bassy, maybe a little grimy or? It's bassy, it's housey. Like okay. it's kind of all of it all mixed into one. 
that's probably the best way that I could explain it. If you go and look at um, Lost Kids Detox set, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. So it's just a different vibe than like headbanging, moshing, all that. Yes. Day one, he's doing that at Forbidden Kingdom, and day two, he's doing detox. Or yeah, yes, yep. And yep. that's the same as Lost Lands. Correct. Yep. So who's on your list, Spice? Talk, talk to me. Okay, let's see. Twelfth Planet for sure. Blood Thinners, gotta go see them. I want to go see Cod Dubs because they're playing a six deck set. Like that's pretty intense. Drink that's your gonna water. That's going to be a heavy rhythm, though, right? Yeah, it will be. Drink Your Water, Excision, Ganja White Knight, and Murata. Those are like, that's the end of my Friday of like, I got to see these sets. But I don't know what the timestamps look like. That's six people. That's just for Friday of your must-see? Yeah, that's just Friday. God damn, you better put your Crocs in sport mode because holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to be everywhere. And four stages, right? Yeah, Yeah, correct. And how are the stages broken up? Are there like a more like headbanger stage and more like a drum and bass stage or is it kind of just fucking all over? They haven't even released the map yet. Oh, did they split them up by stage though? They did do that. They do, yes. But everyone's kind of mixed. But... It's not like heavy this over there. No, so like you have excision on one stage, you have sudden death on one stage, and then you have Marotta on one stage. You just don't know what time they're playing. Yeah. And there's only two big main stages. So mm-hmm. they have the two big stages and then they have two small stages. So like you're going to have some heavy people playing on the lower stages. And that's going to be the problem, right? Because you're, yeah. you're just going to be battling between who the hell you need to see and who you don't. Yeah. Yep. Can you get back there? Out of those for spicy, is there any that you haven't seen before that you're like, I like it'll be a first time? Yeah, actually, I haven't seen I haven't seen Blood Thinners, so that's a must. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. since those are your boys and you've talked about them so much and hyped them up. So now I gotta experience it. Mm -hmm. It'll be it'll be good. You get close. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna turn that stage the fuck up. It'll be lit. And the guy's energy, like they're a vibe. And they're with all their homies. And it's going to be a vibe. Yeah. Who else? I haven't seen Drink Your Water. And I and I have not seen Murata. Those three are definite. Those are the but top out of the must-see-ish. But, but then, I don't know, though, because Ganja is really high up on that list for me, too. Because every time I've seen Ganja White Knight live, like, it is just life-changing every time. Yeah. Well... You might have to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. You know? <laughs> you might have to do one of those. What about Saturday? Oh, my God. Saturday's list was so much bigger. You have problems. Uh, I do have problems. So we'll just go with the ones that I absolutely, like, don't want to miss. And okay. So that's Black Tiger Sex Machine, Death Pack, Peekaboo, Riot, Riot 10, Sullivan King. And I got to go to Sullivan King. I'm wearing my Sullivan King jersey that day. Sudden Death and Zed's Dead. God, that's so fire. Yeah, yeah the lineup was stacked. Like, I ha- I haven't looked at it in a while. Not since they separated it by stage, but holy shit. I'm looking at the lineup now. 
have you gone to this one before, Robbie? Yeah. I went, like, it it? I went to it in 2019. And this was before Insomniac had it. And like there were some serious logistical nightmares. I'm like, yeah, I probably won't come back to this. However, since uh, Insomniac took it over, they've been able to work out a lot of the kinks. And they've been ranting and raving about it because it's either here in Florida or it's on the West Coast. And I'm like, all right, so yeah, we'll do it again. And yeah. I'm bringing my friend who's never been to a music festival ever. Oh. And she's like, I'll go with you. And I was like, all right, cool. You have to understand this is a bass music festival. You have to also understand that this is probably nothing that you have ever heard, experienced, seen, or anything like that. So I was like, you need to look at the lineup and start listening to random fucking people. Figure out what kind of music you like. She's never listened to EDM music either. And she's going full send to an all bass festival. Full send. Full I like send. it. And also, also the afters. We have the sudden death afters as well. Is that at the venue and or is that at a club? It's at a club. It's called the Vanguard. I purchased our tickets for that. And I was like, listen, I got us tickets for the Saturday afters for sudden death. You really have to. Go on YouTube and watch Sudden Death sets. Yeah. His visuals <clears throat> are mean. They are graphic. They will fuck you up if you are not in the right mind. But you need to know what you're walking into. And she's like, I get it. I get it. I get it. And I was like, I don't think you do. <laughs> you will base, not survive the void. <laughs> till the face hits you and you can't. You can't breathe? Bro, spicy. I so fucking hope he brings out the void. <laughs> I so fucking hope. I'm going to talk to my friend and be like, see, I told you. I told you. Is that during Forbidden Weekend? It's yes. an after party. Saturday night. Are tickets still available? Because I'm going to need yes. that. I just bought mine last night. <laughs> Say less. I will go with you. They're $59. <laughs> Bro, if you need a place to crash afterward, you can come and crash with us. It's fine. They have two beds <laughs> and 19 people. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. No, no, no. It'll just be one big puddle puddle. I don't <laughs> want anyone to go do something when they don't have a place to crash. Is there an after party on Friday? And then is Insomniac throwing that after party or is it separate? Yes, Insomniac is. They do a Thursday night pre-party with oh. Midnight Tyrannosaurus. And then they do a Friday night party and then a Saturday night party and then a Sunday night party with a kind of end of things. What time yeah. do gate, gates open? Cause it ends early, like 1130. So what time can you guys get there? That's a good question. I'm not sure what time. I'm not gonna be there because it's fucking balls hot. <laughs> I fucking feel that. Oh my god. I am not gonna be there when the game is over. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Sundown. Fucking Florida. I will be there when the sun is going down. That's I don't care I who's playing. 
it's nobody there that I would actually go do that with right now. Yeah. Unless, unless it's your boys. If it's your boys, I'll be there. To 11 at night? 11.30. So 12 hours? Yeah. 12 hours. God damn. You go back, take a nap. That's so early. They no, kinda... there, there's there's no re-entry. Oh, and no camping. Fuck. Okay. You're, so right. you're there all day. You're stuck. Yeah. That's I know what I... I'm saying. My show tomorrow starts at 7 a.m. Excuse me? Yeah. Yes. You heard that correctly. That's what everyone has said. They're like, I'm sorry. Did they mean p.m.? Is that a typo? And I'm like, no. Gates open at 7. Wait, where are you going again? I'm going to Snake Pit tomorrow. Oh, Which really? Is, is that the one where the it's diesel and like subtronics and everything? Yep, that, yep. That's and at the like, race? Yeah, that's at the 500. Yeah. How much are tickets for that? It really wasn't bad. I found a girl on Radiate that was selling two tickets. I paid 140 for both of them. That's not shit. Right. And that's then I got really big. mad because I went to the fucking mall literally standing in the bathroom at the mall and I look on the wall and they had this thing posted and they were like, you can get two tickets for $108 if you buy them here. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dumb. That's so funny. It starts at seven. What time are you going to go? Are you, you're not going to sleep tonight then. No, I'm going to catch like a, like maybe like a three hour nap. I want to get there at six so that I can be like in the front of the line of people trying to wait to get in. And then we're just going to camp out until seven when they open the gates. But the only other good news is like there, there is an hour long break for oh. the start of the race. We'll have three sets before the race starts. And then they'll take an hour long break for the start of the race. So we all can go watch the cars start up and shit. And then right after that is cascade. So I'm trying to get back so that I can be like front and center for Cascade. Yeah, you shouldn't even go watch the cars, in my opinion. Yeah, probably not. Just Honestly, stay. it's just going to be Cascade and John Summit after the race starts. So Dude, that's the craziest lineup. It's Diesel, Subtronics. Who else? No, Diesel backed out. They just announced it yesterday, but they gave us Valentino instead. So Valentino, Subtronics, Cascade, John yeah. Summit. Valentino Con yeah. is not anything to like bat an eye at, though. No, absolutely. Like, great replacement. Like, he's a phenomenal. His energy is amazing. It's going to be a party. Um, it's going to be a good time. So they start DJing at 7 a.m.? I think the the actual show starts at, like, 8 a.m. And is it in, like, the middle of the track? Are we, what are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, right in the center of the track. So the cars will be racing around us while we're raving. Yeah. Bro, what? <laughs> yeah. Can you get, like, so much footage? And can I watch it on television? The you race will be probably be on. I know for a fact they're streaming the 500 live. So you could watch it. Okay, so you said you looked up times, 12.30 to 11. That's not too bad. Yeah. 12 is going to be hot as balls, but... Won't, won't be there until the lights go out. Yeah. What's the temperature, though, in Florida? Like, hot as shit? Hot as fuck. Like, 90? It's like, it's like 92 degrees right now. With humidity. Humidity, probably 98 degrees. Yikes. And the, all and, the stages and, are outside. Correct. Tented? No. Oh, boy. Wear your sun hat. 
we've got like all of these little cooling towels and everything like that that we're bringing with us. And again, we're not going out until kind of the sun comes down. We were going to talk about Robbie's must-see list. I think that's where we're at. Nevertheless, Friday night, like, the go-to is definitely going to be Excision. I want to see Gonzo White Knight. However, I'm going to be battling between, depending on the time, Green Matter and Jessica Otifred. AT Aliens are playing too in Boogie T. Diesel. I don't know. Like, I, Diesel's like, up. <laughs> I saw Shaq play at EDC a couple of years ago and like he fucking threw down. I don't think it's actually a live set. And that's what kind of upsets me. He fucked up in Vegas the year before that at EDC and like everybody called him out for it. And then like he came to Orlando and still kind of did the same thing. But what I can say about DJ Diesel and Shaquille O'Neal as a person is he does provide a space for new and upcoming producers to be showcased as long as your music slaps, he will fucking play it at any venue that he goes to. And I can applaud him for that because, like, there are not a lot of people that get that kind of audience. But Midnight Tyrannosaurus, obviously a lot of fun. However, and this is something that a lot of people don't talk about, is the DJs that a lot of the headliners use their music for in their sets. So Amorphic is on the lineup and Amorphic is what Excision uses a lot of his music. And so I'm kind of interested in seeing if there's any kind of similarities between the sets. I do kind of want to see it more like on Saturday, inarguably, I want to see Black Tiger Sex Machine. Like they just always throw down. And I love the fact that they do their own graphics and lights and everything. Must I? I agree with you, Spice. Like, yeah. Say yeah. my name. Say my name has been throwing down, but say my name hasn't been releasing any new music. So I'm kind of thinking that he's going to be throwing down a whole bunch of new shit at this festival. I saw Say My Name at EDC Orlando last year, and like he fucking killed it. He's going to throw down. Sudden death. Sullivan King, and arguably, those are those are staples. 
but depending on when Zed's dead and the preceding to play, I can't imagine that they're all going to be simultaneous. I think that they're all going to be split up on several stages, and that's going to upset me. Who would because you pick you've got, in that case? I think I would literally split all three sets. If all three people were playing at the same time, I would split all three sets because I wouldn't want to miss them. They always put down a good set. They always put down a good show. I don't know. And Sullivan King recently, I don't know if you guys have been following him on social media or anything like that. His independent shows have been getting significantly better and more interactive with like the crowd. Like the recent videos that I've seen. I just saw him two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago in Chicago, and that show was insane. It was the last stop of his tour, and it was nuts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've been seeing him kind of growing, and I'm like, I don't think I want to divest myself of that experience at all because, like, he has just been really blowing up, and I genuinely enjoyed all of his new music that's been coming out. <clears throat> the only sad thing about Forbidden Kingdom lineup, like, you've got all of the posse without Subtronics. And, like, I know Subtronics is on his own tour and, like, he's doing his anti-fractals tour and he's already busy and stuff like that, but it's like, goddamn. He, he did part of his anti-frackles tour at Ultra, and I'm sure a lot of people are not going to agree with me, but Ultra is not the music festival for bass music. Like, they give you a sliver of a sidewalk with a little thing with a bunch of lights, and they're like, here you go, bass heads. Boom. They just kind of put you into a corner, and everything else is everything else and part of Subtronics's anti-fractal tour was ultra and I'm like and like he also had so many malfunctions with the decks and he's like I'm trying to do this the best that I can like he even came out on the mic and was talking to everybody like saying this isn't my fault kind of thing and I'm like Bro, you just crashed their fucking whole system. They're not ready. <laughs> yeah, Ultra was not prepared, clearly. Because <laughs> Subtronics goes fucking hard. Like, he puts his whole heart and soul into his sets, and their equipment was not Subtronics-proofed. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, okay? And for once, I'm the youngest person on the interview it's usually the young <laughs> kids right so i can like claim that okay fuck yeah well that's a really polite way of saying everybody else is old y'all are old <laughs> yeah, as is. shit <laughs> <laughs> let me have it because i'm always the old one with all these fucking young kids in the discord what was i gonna say okay so talk to me tell me it like i'm five why i'm watching edc at the baseball why is it like 
but DJ will put any fucking sample and then play it out a silly little song and then it'll be three, two, one, and then a big drop of bass. That's all they're doing. Like they're, it's every fucking time. I don't like it. I don't like this shit. Why is that the case? It's so, so predictable guess, and boring. I guess the counter argument to that would be is why do you listen to house music that always builds and builds and builds and never goes anywhere? Because it makes uh, me feel good. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I I listen to bass music too, but I don't listen to new it, new artists. Like it's just not my vibe. Uh, I, I'm bored. I'm bored when I watch those sets. I'm sorry. Come for me. I know. Well, but here, hear me out. Like what I'm saying is like, so like you have the build and the beautiful thing about bass music is that it's all about the build and how they crash into it. And that crash, some, and I don't want to be too ambiguous here, but some artists actually introduce new music. And so you're not running into the same build, crash, follow-up at all. But whenever you listen to, I guess, let me circle around here for a second. Festival music has changed since Swedish House Mafia, Avicii, all have been out of the picture. And I say that for a lot of reasons, because there used to be this big festival of music that was a combination of bass music and house music that everybody vibed to. However, since I was at Ultra when Swedish House Mafia did their last set, and I was so sad. And then when Avicii obviously also sad but we've seen some distinct fractals that have been happening in the music industry and i would have to say that it caters to people that like certain elements in a music composition versus others like there are some people that can just dance to something that goes Right, and they can vibe for that all night. And there are some people that can sit there and go, wah, 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 wah. Right, they want that build, they want that crash, they want that fucking head banging experience. They want to be able to go absolutely feral. But yeah, I, I think have to that's agree with the that. beauty. that's the beauty of our community is that while personally I would like to be in a base dubstep environment I have no problems going to a house environment hard style drum and bass I don't have any problems with that my preference obviously is my preference but like the fact that I'm there at a festival we're, we're spending copious amounts of money to be there the vibe and my little small community of friends that i am there with and everybody else that's there that's what it's all about and that's where you can solely take 
take a step away from it just being about you and just totally reveling in the moment that everybody is sitting there and willing to do whatever they need to do to make sure whomever is fucking happy. And if that means leaving an excision set to go seeing Dom Dalla or Timmy Trumpet during excision, like you fucking go do that because like that's who we are, that's who we support. And we all, in my mind, are all about solidarity and supporting each other. And if this community falters in any way, I feel like that would just be bad. But yeah. it's just right. beautiful. Like just going to these events, like you can stumble across any stage and still have a good time. And that's the beauty of it. And, you know, I'm thinking while we're talking, artists will play different at a festival than at a, a, a club or at, on their album. You know, they will play to build that up and then a big drop and it's repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. And that's where I'm seeing these artists, right? Like I'm not going to their shows, I'm not streaming their music. So, you know, that's probably like where I'm under the like presumption that this is all they do and it's boring because I'm seeing them in a festival setting and the music is gonna be more catered to hyping up that crowd. So it's me being judgmental and like old and stuck in my ways <laughs> and something to bitch about because I've earned that. <laughs> so yeah, but like, honestly, I would go to any of their shows or like watch their set and probably have a great time. Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, this fucking sucks. If it's really bad, I'll leave. But like, <laughs> same. Yeah, I mean, but that's with any artist, doesn't matter the genre. It's just very, from my observation, it has been that very repetitive, like build up and then with a silly little song, the Macarena or like Sandstorm, and then they drop it into some bass, you know? And it's just very predictable. Like, oh, I didn't see that drop coming. You really blew my mind there when it's literally every fucking song. Oh, you mean like Fortet throwing country rhythm in on every set ever? Literally. <laughs> he didn't when I went to his show though. There was no, there was not even music, but it was so good. It was just him it, experimental sounds. Like, it was crazy. I love his experimental shit, though. Like, Oh, me too. I, it was such a vibe. Experimental albums that are just mind-blowing. That's what this was. And fully immersive, like, the speakers, like, the lights, everything. You were in that, but there was no, like, I couldn't even put a genre on whatever he played. There's no country rhythm, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Spiritual, that's what we call it. So, like, this has kind of been the story of like dubstep, breakbeats, drum and bass, everything. Like the variances in just keeping it mellow are just those variances, right? Like you just keep the beat and like you can dance and you can vibe out to that all night long. There are people that I think like to have that roller coaster of music. And there are some people that like to ride the carousel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm not even, I like the job. Like I like the roller coaster, but I think my point and where I was getting frustrated was like the little like 
house song they would put in before the drop, right? Like if they didn't have that and they just like had their own like build up in their whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed really cheesy to me where it was like these other songs that, you know, the YMCA, like literally anything, they'll put anything before the drop, you know? So I'm I think, for the build I think, we, I think we can all agree that a lot of the DJs that live for the build kind of regurgitate a lot of the same shit that everybody else is doing inarguably and it, it is exacerbating it is annoying it i'm like come on somebody come out and that's kind of where i landed with subtronics because like he was doing everything different even how vexing listening to similar drops can be at a festival the creative liberties that some of these artists take and some of these artists that we fight to go sit at the rail for are worth it because even though we know we've heard them a hundred billion times we're still going to be receiving a good show. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, it's going to be a good time. It's entertaining. But yeah, like you were saying, it, you know, it can be used over and over and over again. And I think that's where my frustration was coming in. And like, what I wanted you guys to explain to me, you know, like why <laughs> we covered most of the details, at least surface level. So think on it. I'm going to pee. Be back. It's still recording. So I'll know what you guys say about me. So shake what your mama gave you. Shake no camera for you. you. <laughs> Wait, why won't it turn off? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I am definitely ready to be in Florida. We've got to meet up for, for Baby Kingdom though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking excited. The lineup is just absolutely stupidly good. Like Bro, I can swear to you, had I not known that this was an insomniac event, I would have imagined that Excision put this goddamn fucking lineup together yeah. himself. It's so hard. The only person that I like personally wish was going to be there, I guess two people. Subtronics, I wish Sub was going to be there. And I wish Hamdy was going to be there. And also, Ooh, I'm really excited. Or, I'm really excited that Hamdy is starting to get more and more exposure. Like, fucking Sudden Death and, and Marshmallow, when they did their set, they threw a Hamdy song in. And I was like, hold the did fuck they really? On. Yeah. And like, as soon as I heard the bass, I was like, there's no fucking way they're putting this in. And they sure did. And I was like, What? See, that's what I appreciate about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Hamdy's starting to get pretty big. Like, his name is starting to be known throughout the community, and I love that. Danny, you've convinced me to take the California bar once I'm ready for this, so that way I can be the official attorney for that's fine. Yeah, I was going to say, when you go to UCLA, are you going to focus in entertainment law? Because I need you. That's what I want to do. Good. Okay, perfect. And then I 
I have another podcast I'm starting on accident. It's, <laughs> it's not about anything this related. It's more about exposing this like fucked up situation thing. And we might get sued. So I need to talk to you before we do anything. <laughs> and I like really, I don't even know how I get myself in these situations. But yeah, it's called It's Giving Sus. And it's unmasking manipulation and like scams, essentially. Yeah. Okay, I'm with it. Like perfect fucking name. Yeah. And I created the website. It's like, it's ready to go. I'm just scared I'm going to get sued. But that's why I have Robbie. Off the record, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Robbie, do you have a totem for this weekend? Mm. Or what? Not the Forbidden Kingdom weekend. I do not. Danny just said that she's going to send a flag with the keychains that we're all going to be giving out. So right. I can, yes, absolutely make it totem. Okay. How tall are you, Robbie? Five nine. Okay, Spicy's like Spicy's like seven eight. So you'll see his <laughs> shining head. It's like a it's a totem. His head. You'll see it. It was like him and and Kira and then our friend Seth. He's like also really fucking tall. And me, I'm like, hi, like help. I can't see the stage. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god. For sure. Yeah, Spice, I'm going to send you keychains too. Well, I didn't know how you were traveling, if you were driving or flying. So I was like, I don't know. If you want to just send me extra for her to hand out, I can just take them in my luggage. Yeah, I'll send them to I've both of you guys. I'll just split them between both you guys. I mean, I don't know. They're going to have dragons on them, so I don't know. But you can always get different charms. I know awesome. Robbie has charms. So... Mm -hmm. Whatever. Fucking dude, I was so annoyed at EDC because I sent out like so many. We got three texts and I was like, what's going on? I was like, okay. And then I saw that. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And then Sancho was like, well, I tried to give them to people and they thought I was sex trafficking them. I'm like, what did you <laughs> say to them to make them think that? Sancho. I asked him last night because we did the EDC recap and I was like, what? What? did you say to make people think that he's like well it's like a discord and i'm like yeah but like what how, how did they go from that to that like you're at a ring right. on the strip <laughs> as the future attorney for this group we have to really be calculated in how we approach delivery of our message clearly <laughs> this is <laughs> I was like I, that sent me I think I go off Discord the rest of the day all you have to say is we're a national rave fam here's how you get a hold of us peace and right. love bye like I spent so well, many hours out. on these keychains like, and then that happened I was sent like everyone we gave keychains <laughs> to at fucking Skyline was so happy and excited to be getting those like yeah and like what you're doing is it. so cool and like like at beyond right. we got rid of them all in like two seconds and people were so high we had like 25 people text in per day and like i'm like what the fuck what went wrong <laughs> definitely no one thought that we were sex trafficking i mean no <laughs> so no keychains for sancho what he gets he no doing? he gets what none <laughs> and even my big ass was handing them out i was sent i'm like what how <laughs>
no keychains <laughs> for fucking Sancho. Apparently. Sancho gets nothing. God. I mean, okay, I do have a confession. Maybe this is where things got a little <laughs> weird with that. When you call the hotline, it's like, what does it say? It's like, are you looking for an adventure in the AI? It's her voice. And she's like, let's five. Are you looking for an adventure? So like, maybe that's fucking, they called it and it said that, but they don't have service at EDC. No one calls. So right. I'll take the blame, I guess. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> mind blown truly yeah i don't know i was actually so that had me in my head right i'm like do i need to like change what the fucking keychains say it says let's vibe text for vibes and the fucking phone the hotline i don't i mean i don't know what i would need to change it to to make it less danny. sex trafficky. danny danny <laughs> does that 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 phone number come to you it's a it's a Google phone number, so it's to my email. And that's fine. You're like, mm-hmm. hey, you should talk to our girl, Danny. She's started this whole Let's Vibe thing. So here's Let's Vibe. Let's yeah. Vibe. I had a bunch of people ask about my shirt when I went to see Sullivan King. Yeah, so dope. Yeah, I mean, I think half the problem is like, I don't know my messaging for the brand because this wasn't supposed to be a brand. And it's just now came out that it's like, I want to be a national rave fam where we have different chapters all over the country and we can meet up when we go to different shit. But I have recently discovered that. So, you know, that's on me. Like, what do you say when you pass out a keychain? I mean, maybe I put a QR code and it takes them to the website so they can kind of like actually see what it is. Yo, dude. You should come with Megan myself to Lost Lands. I think you are doing Lost Lands, right? Ish. Yeah, both of us. It's, it's I just, ish. I don't. I just bought. I just bought two campsites. Holy fuck! I'm scared of ticks. I have forest what? camping and I have general admission camping. The forest camping was basically has a larger campsite, and so I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of what I want." I have a space for people. They get kicked out of their tents. Inevitably, so awesome. inevitably, inevitably, that happens. And I don't yeah, want anybody trying to walk home. Like I saw a few people on TikTok that were like walking home or getting flights out of Las Vegas yeah, because people too. kicked them out. Yeah, I'll keep these bands. You can go fucking stay there. I'm not going to give you anything, but you have a place, mm-hmm. so you can stay. Wow. So. I'm not that, but <laughs> it's the misfit tent, the rejects. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's, I like it. It's I'll probably be there. Space. It's a space. It, no, it's, girl, you coming with us? It's the trap house. I love it. The trap tent. You coming with us? Maybe <laughs> in the trap. <laughs> yeah. Fucking camp degen. I fucking love it. They don't have shit. It's just a no blanket, nothing. It's like jail. They're just like you're. You have a tent. You just get a cot. That's it. <laughs> so funny. Dude, that tent would probably be so There's fucking rowdy and fun, though. Like, that's going to be the most fun. Like, the most fun people are going to end up in that tent. Yeah. Or they're going to fight. I don't know. I don't There's going to be no tent set up. It's oh, they literally have a plot. Spot. You have dirt. Right. They have a plot. So if anybody that I come across that needs a place to stay, I'm like, I'll give you a band. 
but you have to understand you're sleeping on grass my guy it's probably fine they'll make do with it as they will I was like seeing all of the horror stories of people getting kicked out of their tents that broke my heart Mm -hmm. from EDC Las Vegas and so that's what prompted me to buy forest camping for lost lands so now i have eight camping passes yeah four of which are going to go to the friends that camp with me in the forest and we all want to be in the forest including meg and so now we have a blank space for somebody that may not necessarily be having a good time and i love it that's amazing. That's such a good idea, honestly, because that was fucked. I did see those videos. And like, what are you supposed to do? You know, especially if you drove with those people and you live out of state, you're right. just like, okay. Yeah, you're fucked. Right. And like, sometimes it's not even like a bad, like that one kid, he was like, they didn't like my vibe. Like he did he said he didn't right. do any, even do anything. Oh my God, just, like, I saw not that feeling video it. and then I, I saw their reaction video to that. Oh, I, I haven't like, seen that. Ooh. I need to see that. I need to get back. caught up. I need yeah, to get yeah. caught up. Yeah, what a clap back. What a clap back from the girls that he was with. I love it. I cannot wait to see it. I figured there is, of course, more to the story, but I was like waiting for that. So yeah, I love it. All the influencers who are posting their cute pics and like it's easy and it's fun and you do drugs and a ground score, you find shit on the ground. Like that's not the reality. And that's like why people are dying. We all see it on our For You page. And these people are doing things and making moves to stay relevant. Yeah. And it's like, just leave our goddamn EDM community alone. Like, we yeah. all saw the fucking mishap with Fire Festival. And that was all influencer filled bullshit. The people that are there get more upset with the fact that there's these influencers. They're ruining their vibe. You know what? If you want to go to these festivals, that's fine. Go to these festivals. But make sure that you exhaust the appropriate avenues to get the stage pass that a lot of the... The press uh, pass or media. Right. Go there. And so you're not annoying anybody else paying to be there. It's a whole new space with like these influencers post pandemic and TikTok alone. Like we're not, we're not just like a concert, you know? And that's like what I always talk about on this podcast is literally that we're like living in this lifestyle. And essentially we created a culture of how we live and our principles and values and things that we do and traditions. And like, they're just infringing on that and exploiting it in a way. Would you, would you agree that like our festivals have been going on for a long time? without influencers until Coachella or Bonnaroo became popular? Yes. I feel like it's because of all those assholes that we now have to pay the ridiculous prices we pay to go to our festivals. Prices are always going to go up. I mean, the fact that I spent $1,000 yesterday on my EDC ticket is fucking insane. I mean, I at least can say I'm going to EDC Vegas 2024. Oh, you got the Vegas one? I sure did. Oh, my God. 
I've been to EDC a million fucking times. I don't care. You know, Juice said something to me the other day because I'm always fucking ranting and raving about some shit I saw on fucking TikTok with the EDM fucking shit. I can't. That shit gets me so upset. But he was like, you just have to understand that we, when we went and experienced shit, it's not like it anymore. Right. And I was like, damn, like, you're so right. And like, I'm just fighting it because I want it how it used to be, but it's not. All of the cuffs, all of the cuffs that I've made with you, Danny, and all of the cuffs that I've made by myself, I'm planning on giving out at Forbidden Kingdom. Danny, you were there with me for my first cuff. <laughs> my single, I should say. You were there I for mine. Lost. I know. We like, look how much we've learned, guys. Our old ass. Danny, Danny, done. trust the process. Yes. Trust the process. <laughs> but of all the amazing yes. things that I've done this year and that I'm going to do this year, like 1,000% when I met you when you came to pick me and kira up at that airbnb that was the greatest moment of 2023 for me and i have it on Period. camera fuck yeah you do yeah that was <clears> fucking dope it was finally real that my friend that lives forever the fuck away from me was like real and in person you know what and I mean? we're going to a show right like last time you're on the podcast we we're talking about skyline and you were angry spicy so it'll probably be nice to hear you <laughs> nice spicy Nice spice tonight. <laughs> but we got off. You were We were going to talk about the chapter thing, Robbie. You said you wanted to talk about that. So we, let's have a chapter in each mm-hmm. state that we have equal representation. And so, like, you guys are predominantly out of California. It can all still be under the let's vibe and yep. we can all have a good time. But, like... It's kind of like unions for workers. Like every state that is a union state also has several chapters that they all work out of and are all represented by. It's going to be more cohesive. (laughs) You know, if we have the main representative who meets like with me, because the more we grow, the farther away from me, everything's getting right. The messaging and people and everything. But if we have the different regions or chapters, it's like you guys are consistent on brand with the messaging that we're trying to get across. And then you pass that down and represent that in your chapter. And that's important because if someone's from Florida and they're going to go to an event in Indiana, they'll know and it'll be shown that it's consistent, the same people, the same vibes, same morals, same values, right? Our <laughs> network and our framework is already in place to allow this to happen. You have done an amazing job with, with establishing something coast to coast. Like you and me talking oh. in Florida, you're in California. Right. And on different wow. time zones, like... This is the beautiful, ah, this is the allure of what Let's Vibe is. And I think that this can absolutely spread across every festival, every intimate show for an individual artist. I think this can be so huge. I do too. And I completely support this. Thank you. That means a lot. And I need those encouraging 
talks, you know, because I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm so stressed. How did this happen? How did we get here? And then Robbie, you are the like, you encouraged me with the podcast. You're like, no, just keep going. I was like, all right, people like it then. Okay, I'll keep going. So I've just been doubling down on that. And spicy you talk the same way like about the potential and everything and it's just like I need that reminder like the bigger picture and the bigger goal because I get so (laughs) tunnel vision on like the bullshit and the fucking drama within the server when I really don't even need to spend my energy on I'm worried about keeping these members happy that are here now the bigger picture is that like the scaling there there are going to be people that leave our group and that's fine Mm -hmm. right because that vibe does not match And that's okay, right? Because there are a lot of people that go to these festivals and they don't quite understand the the practice that goes into going to festivals and the plur that goes into everything. And that's fine, right? So there's going to be people that come join our server, leave our server because like, this just isn't the vibe. Mm-hmm. Like there are going to be people that come in and try to fucking solicit drugs and try mm-hmm. to do whatever and whatever. And that, yep. Okay. So they do that. We kick them out and it's whatever. But at the end of the day, what we're doing is we're reaching to a wide <clears throat> body of people that are all like-minded. And that's the message. For example, the, the message that you sent earlier with Natasha, like we all stand in solidarity for a lot of reasons, but that solidarity comes with a lot of difference too. And I think that that's important because it also implies that in adversity, we all stand together regardless of what walks of life you come from. And I think from me joining in January, this has probably been one of the most welcoming and safest spaces that I think I've ever encountered. And that is not something that I can say that I've ever really experienced. And while while it's electronic, sure, we still do have our channels that we all get to go live chat. We all still do do classes and everything like that. It's a community, and that's that's not nothing. <laughs> I will absolutely to the grave support this for the rest of my life. Thank and you. Danny, whether this gets published or not. I cannot say with the right words how important this has been to my life and being a part of something because there have been some times where it's been bad and this has been a great place to be because I always felt a lot. Wow. You know, I I felt the same. And that's kind of why this whole thing started too. like, uh, after New Year's at the festival, there's nothing for three months. And I'm like, I'm so alone. I'm so sad. There's nothing to look forward to. Why can't we have a place that like, keeps this energy? 
to get us through like festival to festival because like I know for me I have to have something on the calendar and booked or I'm like depressed I don't see a point why am I even here so I need like that something to look forward to and I felt like this could almost like supplement that in between time and like make those connections make candy share new music like do all the things I like to do when I'm not at a festival but like just to find friends and like true people and like meet them and go and do shit with them and that's what's happened and it's like this whole thing is divine it's really like it literally all it was a flip of a coin we were either going to go to countdown rave for new year's or disneyland four days before we flip a coin we go to countdown we buy a ticket i post footage from countdown it goes mini viral all the people are talking i'm like well i'll just start a discord it's really hard to talk on tiktok and that's literally how it started no name nothing it, the name was actually danny era and friends that was how i because you have to put a name for the server i was like okay and like that's literally it you know it was just like an easier place to communicate and like it kind of blew my mind because i never posted any rave footage before and i was like wow there's clearly a fucking community on tiktok that are into this shit and like about the same shit and they're being nice and yeah that's like no plan within two days we had 50 people and then now we're at we started like january 6th i think and what are we in almost june so half the year we're at 475 and then like maybe three to five have left so it's all divine and all by chance and just with everything you're saying and I'm relating to to you, it's like confirmation or or validation that this is the right thing. And I still need to keep going with this. And we're we're doing something special. And I, I need those reminders, you know? I will support you a hundred percent of the way. Absolutely. Thank you. And I think Seriously. like the intentions, you know, it's not like I was like, oh, I want to like make money through this thing and start a company and like I don't make any fucking money. You know what I mean? Right. Like I sell t-shirts, but guess what? I fucking spend triple to ship and buy more and fucking buy fucking keychains. Like, dude, no, we've spent so much money, but like the motive, this should never be something that costs anyone any money to be a part of a group and, and meet people. And I'm just going to keep going. You know, I really like in six months, five months, like look what's happened. I just want to be there with you. You're right here. I'm not letting you leave. Oh, you're stuck with me. Spicy stuck. Like you guys are getting the Let's Vibe tattoo. You guys are in the cult. Are we doing a tattoo? You're indoctrinated. Sorry. Say less. I'm down. I needed that. Just that reassurance, you know, that this is the right thing. And like, it's not just all for nothing. It needed to be there. You need to be there. Whether or not somebody logs in whenever you're actually releasing that podcast or not, it's something that a lot of the younger people and possibly even the older people need to hear mm-hmm. like all of the things that are going on in our community it's important 